Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Masting Kit Podcast. I'm your host. Masting Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best selling author of the book Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that. And my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. So there's like six stages of change, which I'll give you a list in a second. Okay. The first step in change is you're not ready and you're not considering it. You're just kind of living your life. You're just in what's called pre-contemplation. Right? You're just like, nah, whatever. I'm not living, just going on with my life. Then you get to a place where you're like, you know what? I think I have a problem, but the blocks are kind of big. Not sure if I should change. Probably not going to change. Right? We call that contemplating change. You're thinking about it. You're like, maybe start a business. Feels kind of hard. Get into that relationship. Don't think so, but gosh, maybe. I don't know. And you're just kind of thinking about it. And many of you are stuck in a trauma-aware phase of contemplation. You know there's trauma and you're thinking about changing it and you think that's trauma work and it's not. It's maddening, okay? You're like stuck in this prism of like, I know I have trauma and I'm thinking about changing it. Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. What do I do? (gasps) Who follows? Thank God THC is legal in California. Jeez, I need to calm down, right? We can't, if we're just trauma aware, contemplating change, that is worse than being trauma unaware, in my opinion. It is worse, in my opinion, because you just see it, but you're not doing anything about it, okay? It's hard. Now, the next phase of change, after you think about it, is preparation. So you've gone from being not aware to then contemplating change to prepping for change. When you prep for change, you are aware of your problem, 
and what the support is that you need to solve that problem. So you might be like, okay, I got my trauma. I got my trauma response. I need to improve my relationship to that. Awesome. And now I need support to do that. I can't do it on my own, right? I'm going to take action. I'm going to sign up for Claim Your Power Live. I'm going to join ProsperX, whatever that next step is. That's the prep phase, okay? And then once we prep, then we start to take action, right? And here in our world, we call it CIA, courageous, imperfect action. Courageous means you are scared shitless doing it. Imperfect means you're up a lot. And action means you're doing it versus talking about it versus thinking about it. You're not on the fence. You are, your ass is off the fence and you are booking it, tripping all the time, but you're moving. Who falls? This makes sense? Now, what happens after we take action? Then what? We relapse. The nervous system is like, nope, we're not doing that. And we go back to old patterns. And we abandon the new change. And then we go right back to contemplation. Hmm, should I change or not? I don't think so. Last time was kind of rough. And if you're only trauma aware and you relapse, that is a re-traumatization. Because you're aware that you have trauma, you've gone through, you've taken action, it didn't work out, you got hurt again, and you're actually in a re-traumatization experience. Who follows? This makes sense? Okay? But if you get through the relapse, the final stage of change is called maintenance. Now, maintenance is not the best word for it, but that's what the model calls it. But maintenance phase is like when it's embodied, okay? And that means you have a plan for ongoing support and you are committed to continued change, knowing that there will be relapse and ruptures, knowing that you'll up again, knowing that you need support. So we have to ask you, where are you? Are you ready for change? Are you contemplating it? Are you on the fence? Are you prepping for it? Have you taken some action? Maybe you're like, I relapsed last week. I'm freaking out, but I want to keep going. I don't really know. Where are we in that stage? Okay. Now, as you're thinking about that, ask yourself the question. Why does it feel like I've done the work, but it's not working? Who's ever felt that way? I'm doing all this work, but it's not working. Let me see if I show hands. It's okay. We can be loud and proud. I feel that way too. Okay. I have a theory about why this is. Okay. Here's my theory. I think the work that you've done is working. I think it is working. But you are unaware that you are making shit harder every day on yourself because you want to grow. I think it's highly possible that the trauma work or the personal development work that you've done worked. But you had to come along and want more. (laughs) Okay? So I think you're making a misassessment of what's working or not working for you. I think all the work you've done has worked to get you here. And you think the work you did is going to count for what's next. And that doesn't make any sense, does it, when you think of it that way? So here's, what, here's the thing that you have to understand, okay? And this is where I start to bump up against the trauma world and start to like go, okay, guys, what about this, okay? I love Bessel van der Kolk and Richard Swartz. And the entire trauma field, like I love these human beings, okay? But here's the deal. Every trauma study that I know of for any trauma modality, somatic experiencing, internal family systems, name, name the modality, EMDR, CBT, whatever it is, okay? Psychedelics. 
they look at how does it impact PTSD? How does it impact depression? All great things, and they're wonderful modalities. However, I have not seen one study that says, how does this modality help if we make it harder again? If we change the environment, if they go from being in a job to starting a business, if they go through a divorce, if they go through a breakup, if they lose all their money, if COVID happens, right? Here's the thing. If you want to go to the next level in business, in finance, whatever it is for you, the stretch, you're going to make it harder and more complex. You're going to increase the amount of challenge. So think of it this way. The trauma work studies look at if you're bench pressing 100 pounds and there's a wound, okay, we can help you heal that wound. But what happens if I try to get to 200 pounds? What's the likelihood for re-injury? Very high. Who falls? Right? And so here's the deal. This is not against the trauma modalities, but every level is more complex. You're single and you're healing from a breakup. That's a certain level of challenge. You start dating. That's another level of challenge. You decide to get married. Different level of challenge. You have a kid. More complex, more challenging. You have three kids. Then you get divorced and you marry someone else. Every step is more complex. Who follows? You start a business. You want to get one client. More complex. You want to scale to 10000 a month. More complex. You want to get to a million dollars a year. More complex. You need to grow a team. Let's get to $50 million. It's all more complex. We are unaware of how much challenge we are taking on in our assessment of what's working or not working, y'all. You're over here taking on challenges and risking big-ass shit, thinking that the old work is going to work for the next level, and that's not how our bodies work. Who follows? It's like, imagine if you're bench pressing and you just got really good at bench pressing 150 pounds, and without knowing it, someone put 100 pounds on both sides, and you're like, damn, this, is, this isn't working. You don't realize that you're taking on more challenge. Who follows? Okay. So we can bring up this slide. I want to show you this slide. Okay. So what we know is old trauma networks reactivate and potentially create new trauma networks will emerge when levels of challenge, difficulty, or uncertainty increase. So you may have done your level one or level two trauma work or level three trauma work, but the more that you want, the more complex things are, the more challenging things become, you got to get more pliable, more flexible, and have higher capacity. And by the way, if you think you can do it on your own, beyond maybe even level one, forget about it, right? Team, support, coaching, mentorship. That's why we offer ProsperX because you have big goals. You need big support. Who follows? This makes sense? Okay, now this is just a graph that I made that's not based in data, just to illustrate a point, okay? But the idea is every level is harder. So please stop beating yourself up for doing a great job to get to where you are. But be honest with yourself about what it's going to take to go to the next level. Because it's harder, isn't it? The next level is harder. And what you're not aware of is you're making it harder, We want to consciously make it harder. Who falls? Does that make sense? All right. Now, here's how we get stuck in our current modalities, okay? We have three time zones, past, present, future, okay? Trauma therapies help with the past. Trauma modalities help with the past. We will be doing some of that work later, okay? Now, if that's what we do, 
only we get stuck in a trauma loop. A trauma loop is here's what happened to me. Here's all the shit that happened to me. And here's why I can't move forward because of all this shit. Now, that's important to be able to get to that place. That's important to be able to say, here's what happened to me. Here's why I can't move forward. But is that where we stop? No. We, if you want to go to the next level, we cannot stop. Okay? There. Okay? In the future, which are most coaching modalities, we're moving forward and we're visualizing the quantum field and making our emotions larger than depression or larger than our past to create a new reality. And we're using the power of intention and the law of attraction and visualization. And we're changing our state. We're doing all these things to override our nervous system and go forward, which by the way, can work in short doses. But trauma override does not work long-term either. You get burned the f- out. Who follows? This makes sense, okay? So we kind of get stuck in a, combo of like trauma loop. Here's what happened to me. I can't really move forward because of this, but who cares about all this stuff? Change my state, move forward. Why am I burned out? Right? And what we haven't yet done is done the work in the present to be here now and to be able to move forward, understanding our past. So our goal is to be in all three time zones with more ease. And that requires, that requires training. Because here's the thing, you have a relationship to the past, don't you? You have a relationship to the future based on the past. And most of us don't want to be here in the present. It's too hard. We're usually in one or the other. And here's the thing, if we move forward without rewiring the underlying networks, It's not going to work long-term. In fact, neuro-linguistic programming, which I love, by the way, is a modality, but neuro-linguistic programming's core assumption of the model is it doesn't matter what happened to you, change your state now. The assumption of the model assumes override. That's part of the deal with that model. Who falls? Now, trauma modalities don't deal in the future. They deal with your past. So we have to have a relationship with all three time zones. And here's the thing. A lot of us are not moving forward because there are parts of us that don't trust you anymore because you override them when you try to move forward. And I can see those parts nodding right now. Right, you listen to him right now. You better let him talk, right? They don't trust you, so they're stopping you but you can earn their trust. It's about building a relationship. Who follows? Now, here's the thing. It's important to understand that this is not about the old level from a year or two or three or four ago. This is about your next level, the next level of wealth or health or happiness or relationship or business or success or freedom is just as hard, okay? So we need to take an assessment right now, okay? When it comes to the next level, not where you've been, But to your next level, okay, what stage of trauma healing are you in? Are you unaware? Maybe you're not sure what trauma is causing you to be held back this time. Are you aware of it, but not really sure what to do yet? Are you informed, meaning I'm aware and I know what to do, but I'm not? Or are you beyond it? Now, if you tell me that you are beyond the trauma to your next level, you are lying to me. Because guess what? If you're beyond it, There's another level, okay? That's the deal. If you're already beyond it, there's another level for you. So usually, 
If you're going to go to the next level, you're in, you're in phase one, two, or three there, okay? Next, when it comes to the next level, what stage of change are you in? Are you not ready? You're pre-contemplation. Are you on the fence thinking about it? Are you prep mode? Like, I know what my problem is and I know the support that I need. Are you taking action courageously and perfectly? Did you relapse? Like, oh shit, got taken over. I had a part attack, <laughs> right? Or are you in maintenance? The likelihood that you are in maintenance is very low because that's not your next level. You are not maintaining your next level, okay? And here's the question. What new amounts of challenge or complexity are, currently ex- you're, are you currently experiencing to create the next level? Because you, what does that mean? It means, you know what? I don't know how to get to that $10,000 a month. I'm going to try to like take on a bunch of new team, right? Or you know what? I'm trying to have kids. Or I already have kids, but I kind of want a divorce. There's complexity there. There's something new that's coming. I need to go from this job into this business. Or I need to grow the business from one person to three people, Right? There is new challenge, and you're not aware that you're adding it on top of all this, okay? Let's slow it down, okay? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.